Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Before we get into today's episode, we wanted to share this message with you. There is so much happening around the world right now that is causing heartbreak and anger. We want you to know that here is a space where everyone and everybody is welcomed and celebrated. Merry Body and us as individual beings stand for acceptance, respect, love and joy to ourselves and to every other being in the universe. We stand against racism and injustice. We are proud of the diversity within our community. We recognize we have a lot to learn about the historical and current racism and injustice faced by black people, people of color and indigenous people. We are committed to listen, learn and take action now and into the future to support the stand against racism and injustice. So our first action is to learn and we've put together a list of resources over on our blog. You can search at getmary.com that we found really helpful. If you know of any other resources, please reach out and let us know. And we are sending you so much love. Let's get into today's episode. This is episode 252 on the Get Mary podcast. Welcome we, to the show. Oh, oh! I already interrupted you. <laughs> We're so excited to be here as always. Thank you for tuning in wherever you are around the world, whatever you're doing. I wonder what you're doing right now. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> yeah, send a photo. <laughs> send a photo of you, whatever you're doing right now while you're listening to the Get Merry podcast. You know where we are on Instagram, Facebook. Just look up the Merrymakers. Yeah, Sisters. what multitasking goodness is happening right now? My favorite thing to do while I listen to podcasts is definitely walking. Mm. I love to walk and podcast. I also, you know, when I'm cooking dinner, mm. I put a yeah, podcast I'll do that. on sometimes. Sometimes I'll even like continue it as I shower. Ooh. Like after my walk. That sometimes is hard though because you can't hear it very I know. well. And then I'm like, I think I just missed that whole yeah. 15 minutes. I did that for a little while. I had a phase yeah. of podcast listening and showering and then I realized <laughs> that no, that does not work. Music is better for showering. I find actually sometimes <laughs> like I'll have the podcast on and then I'll start my other task and my multitask and then I'll realize like I just haven't listened to any of the podcasts. <laughs> rewind, rewind. Like, back, 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 back. And I'm like, I should probably just listen to that entire But I even again. do that when I'm walking. I'll yeah, be like, no, wow, I, I was just zoning out thinking yeah. about my life and not listening. <laughs> I'm sure you guys do that often with us, don't you? We know it. We know it. <laughs> well, if we do it, you do it. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, as Amy said, we're really excited about today's episode and yeah, I'm, I think I'm mostly excited because, you know, this subject is something that we talk a lot about uh, and that we kind of, you know, dis- made a decision on, but we never really explored it further and we never really have talked about our big reason why behind it. And I think because, you know, when you're talking about what you do uh, and the decisions you make, it's usually you talk about like the reasons why you do something, not the reasons why you don't do something. Mm-hmm. And I think that 
both are just as powerful and both are just as relevant and both are just as important to to kind of understand both personally like in why you do something or why you don't do something but also like if you have a business or if you're part of a bigger kind of corporation you should dig a little deeper into the reasons why they do something the reasons why also they don't do something Mm. I mean yeah, this is probably like we have stood by this for some time now, but this is really the first time we're being being more vocal about it on the podcast, mm. writing about it, sharing about it, and like we should say what it is. And it is that we do not believe or use before and after photos. And I mean like we run a online Pilates and yoga studio. It's fitness, it's exercise, it's health. The very traditional, very normal way of promoting and marketing a thing like this is the before and after photo. And yes, the before photo is usually a version of someone. I'll use myself as an example, myself, and maybe I'm 10 kilos heavier, 5 kilos heavier than the after photo. Oh, and also, like, let's just also point out the really important factors of these before (laughs) and afters. In the before one, the lighting is really bad. You probably have no makeup on. Your hair's probably really messy and you're wearing probably your, maybe your pyjamas or your daggies clothes that you've got in your wardrobe. Something very unflattering. And then your after photo is like, oh, your hair's got a blow wave. You've got new new fitness attire, all these things. Maybe a spray tan yeah oh yeah spray tan and probably the lighting is just right on and we're being you know not all before and after (laughs) photos are like that at all and i know like some of you might be really proud of your before and after photos and good for you i love it i mean i've had a before and after photo and i've been really proud of it but you know i had a realization that i can probably reflect back and i have about five to ten opportunities in my life of before and after photos because that's what life is for me anyway you know I will have phases of more exercise or more focus on eating really real healthy food, not going out. Or maybe it's a really sad time in my life and I'm not eating because I'm sad or like, you know, I'm being emotional. Eating less. Eating less. Yeah, I'm always always eating. But, you know, like through a breakup, I will always lose weight. Always. Every breakup I've had, I've and lost weight. You may be the opposite. Uh, yeah. Like me. Like my breakups, I'll put on weight. Um, and that's just like, yeah, personal circumstances that are happening in your life. But I, yeah, I want to touch on this because I think this is a really important thing to remember and to understand because I know that – there are points in my life where I've looked back on photos, you know, Facebook makes it so easy these days with your memories mm. and things and you can kind of go down your own little rabbit hole of yeah. past me. Yeah. Like, oh, me, look at me 10 years ago. Look yeah. at me 15 years ago. Look at me last year. Yeah. And all these memories pop up. And you can have these moments where you begin to start to compare yourself now to past you. Mm. And it's in that moment where you can either feel – better about it like oh I'm I look better now or worse about it oh I was this like thinner back then Mm. I was this back then I had less wrinkles back then my hair was nicer back then Mm. and you realize what a before and after photo can do to your life Mm -hmm, in this mm -hmm. present moment so I'm using yourself as an example not even seeing someone else's before and after transformation it's when you reflect on yourself how actually that can also make you feel really bad about yourself and it's also 
this thing, right? So, okay, like let's use the example of my after photo is right now. So Mm -hmm. I'm happy. I'm like feeling the fittest I've ever felt. I feel beautiful. I feel amazing. I am finally worthy Mm. right now. Good job. Yes, go me. I have approval from everyone. I tick all the boxes. Society loves me. And, you know, then six months later, maybe, oh, let's pretend COVID thing is not happening. I'm going on a holiday to Italy. And what am I going to do in Italy? I'm going to eat all the pasta. I'm going to eat all the pizza. I'm going to go to the Greek islands and I'm going to have the time of my life because that's what you do when you go on holiday. You have fun. Oh, no, I've come back. I've put on five kilos. Now I'm a bad person. Society doesn't love me. Mm. I have no approval. I'm no longer worthy of my own love. And, like, there's a perfect example of why using a before and after photo and relying on our external bodies as our worthiness, really, it doesn't create any joy. Even though right now, because I'm feeling really fit and beautiful, it might be giving me this sense of joy – But it puts all this pressure on my future and then it's like it puts me maybe in positions where I'm going to say no to stuff because I'm outliving from fear of putting Mm. weight on. But are you feeling beautiful and fit only because of what you look like? Yeah, exactly. So like I'm saying, I'm describing exactly what's wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not. Like that's the thing. Like you are not. Like just because you feel like fit and beautiful. Oh, I know this. I know I'm just describing the problem with the before and after. Like this is what I have felt in the past. Yeah. This is what many people feel. Yes. And this is what society tells us too. So before and after is the idea that your after is a better version of you. Yes. But then it's like what about 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 the after after? after? What about the after after? And what about the before you? Like (laughs) poor before you. Exactly. (laughs) feel bad for before you. But it's so dumb. Like I'm describing how dumb it is because, okay, what happens if you need to stop exercising and you need to eat a little bit more Mm. because your period disappears Mm. and you need to put – on weight for your health yes yeah so we're we're talking so it's like these seasons of life like these seasons of life are always going to happen and there's always going to be uh like fluctuations in in weight and what you look like and changes because change is the you know the only constant in our life and of course our bodies are going to change especially Mm -hmm. women like especially women we uh we we go through pregnancy if we choose to um and hormones hormones and all of these things that you know we've talked about with doctors on the podcast before where it just kind of opens your eyes as to why what you look like on the ex outside is actually the least important thing going on when it comes to your body i mean you know you might get signs for health externally Mm. but it's not about how much you weigh i mean like yes of course we can get we can you know there are times where you might be underweight or you might be overweight and this is very bad for your health but if you are kind of like fluctuating yeah. up and down in a healthy range, like this is okay. This is mm. life. This means maybe you're living. This means maybe you're you're not being so stressed mm. and and anxious about your weight. You're not letting that consume you and rule you and take all the magic from life because that is what it does or we, that is what we allow it to yeah. do. Yeah, and I guess so the big, the big reason why we don't, 
do before and after transformations with Mary Body is because Mary Body isn't like that isn't the core of Mary Body. Like that's not like when you pull apart Mary Body and you look within and you're like, what is this thing about? Like that's the the bottom of the like not even on the list, right? Like it's not even on the list. Like yes, you'll feel strong. Yes, you will tone. Yes, you'll see physical results because of course you will. If you're moving your body and if you're de-stressing your body with yoga and Pilates, you will see physical changes. Mm-hmm. But the most important thing that Mary Body is about is that we're discovering a way of moving that actually invites joy back into your life. Mm. Like it allows me time to feel joy because I think that in this day and age we are so busy packing so many things onto our to-do list that we forget to put joy on the list oh my god it's not doesn't ever make the list does it I mean I've even poor joy poor (laughs) ass geez but we do it to ourselves Mm. I mean I've even noticed as like getting back onto COVID and corona I've noticed you know like everyone is putting more on their schedules, right? Like as we are now allowed to see people, Mm -hmm. everything's opening up. I was messaging a friend and she was like saying her weekend was too busy. She'd bring back isolation. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I said, well, you just need to learn to say no. Mm -hmm. And she was joked about it. I don't know the meaning of no. I mean, if there's one thing we can learn from this, it's really checking in and knowing when we need to unbusy our lives, mm-hmm. when we need to maybe take some self-isolation that is just our own decision. And it's a very empowering one to say no to things so we can maybe add more joy. Yeah, I mean, I, we've been listening to a podcast, both of us, uh, with, what's his name? Jim. Oh, I don't know his name. Death. Deathma. I don't know. It, I was think it was on Tim Ferriss. On Tim Ferriss. I think it was something like Deathma. And I was like, well, that's an interesting last name because I think I thought of death yeah. like, when I heard yeah. his last name. And yeah, he was talking about this whole like when you say yes to something. Yeah. Like you've got to mean it yeah. and you've got to like really want to do it. And you say yes in this sense of freedom because yes. you freely chose yes. that yes. Like yes. it's not saying yes via obligation yes so we like me and emmy we really loved this when he when he started talking about this i was like wow i can really relate to this because it's all about codependent relationships and not just like your intimate ones i'm talking like your sisters your your siblings your parents your friends your employers your employee your colleagues like all of these things like when are you making decisions when you say yes to someone or no to someone and why are you saying yes to them is it because you actually want to say yes and you you feel that you're saying this yes with a sense of freedom that you're like I'm gonna do this and I feel great about this or is it because you're like I'm gonna say yes because I know I have to say yes like it's a have to kind of thing you feel obliged like it's your responsibility to make that person happy yeah it's like an obligation and then that it's like the different feelings that are created from this same decision but you do it in a sense of freedom Mm. or a sense of obligation Mm. have like such a different flow-on effect i mean when you choose to do something from freedom well how did jim say it It so when when it goes to freedom it leads to generosity yes and then when appreciation yeah appreciation like true appreciation yeah and when you do it from obligation it leads to resentment and entitlement yeah and how many times have you felt that oh when you say yes to something and then you're like why did i say yes to that like oh i just and you and you're angry at them you're angry at yourself and i mean 
I do this all the time. Mm-hmm. And that podcast really was that one section. I loved it. Like I'm going to like, I think it was about an hour, an one hour into it. And I tell you what, I'm going to go back to that mm-hmm. and just listen to that and really drill it into my mind because we live in a codependent society. Mm-hmm. All of us are codependent. Mm-hmm. I would say every single one of us struggles with codependency. Mm-hmm. That's because we grow up seeing codependency. And because we want to pe- please people. Yeah, we want to keep everyone happy. Yeah, wanna- I, I loved this. I love this so much with the idea of like, yeah, taking that responsibility away from yourself of like yeah. me being responsible for your happiness, you being responsible for yeah. my happiness. Like we have to own our own responsibility. And then it's like, you know, when you want to do something for someone, it comes from a place of your own happiness Mm -hmm. like i want to do something for this person Mm -hmm. because i want to show love towards them not for their them to be happy like and not for them to then repay you with something it's like i know but we all do it like Mm. we all think like okay like i mean i've just moved in with my boyfriend like and it's interesting this is very interesting you guys like i don't talk i know i know i don't i don't talk about this on the podcast <laughs> so i don't think i've ever even said my boyfriend <laughs> about she's, getting, she's blushing <laughs> <laughs> anyway that's another podcast episode yeah uh but yeah it's very interesting and i love how we've how gone we on to, to codependency because we're talking about um making decisions and doing yes. it with and why were we talking I about no decisions idea. you brought it Dang. up <laughs> Should we get back on topic? Usually I'm good about about circling back, but I really forget what we were talking but about. I do really love this subject and it's really important and I think it will come up again anyway. It's our new it's, I think our, it's new our new thing. thing. <laughs> it's like, you know, the new first theme. the first theme of our whole business journey was probably gratitude. Yeah. And, you know, we drilled that into our minds yeah. long and ago. Yours. But now, yeah, maybe it's codependency mm. and relationships nice. because relationships and people are everywhere. Are every are everything. They everywhere are and everything. They have the capacity to make your life extraordinary, magical, mm. or they have the capacity to make your life horrible, really. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to circle back to where oh we my began. God, you and your obsession and, with circling. Um, <laughs> I'm going I'm to take this full circle. I'm going to go to the bookend. I love a bookend though, right? Where we start and yeah, then we finish yeah, and we're going yeah. back. Love okay, it, love it. so... <laughs> We were talking about decisions and we're talking specifically about merry body and how it brings joy and how it's like, you know, we we are finding this way of moving that actually brings joy. And we're talking about our to-do list and how we're putting so much on our to-do list. Then you're talking about your friend who said she had so much on her list and she wasn't oh, yeah. doing things. And that's how we got to it. Oh my God. So I want to talk about decisions regarding like exercise and also things that we do for ourselves and our health because I think this is – this can easily relate to what we were just talking about. How many times have you felt that you have to exercise? Like how many times have you felt obliged to exercise? Like how many times have you told yourself, I have to exercise? You know, I felt this on the weekend. Yeah. Because it was a beautiful sunshiny day. I'd spent the morning chilling, relaxing, and it was perfect beach time weather. And I was like, no, but I, I wanted to do my half an hour of Pilates. And... I got on the mat and I was really like kind of angry doing it because I was like, I just want to be outside and I just want to go. Like I don't want to be here. I don't want to be doing Pilates Mm. right now. I want to be in the sunshine, walking on the beach. But it was like I was forcing myself Mm. to do it and I really picked up on it. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, (laughs) Emma, what are you doing? Stop. Get outside. 
do what you actually want to. Mm. What does your heart tell you you want to do? What do mm. I truly desire in this moment? I want to be in the sun mm. and walking, which is exercise anyway. Oh, my. Interesting. Yeah. So I think this is a, a really interesting topic and I know – our, I mean, our past with exercise has been extremely based on feeling obligated to do something because of either mm. a past action or because of a future foreseen action, mm. like going out for dinner or because we've binged in the past, like mm. we ate so much yeah. food that we have to go and do this amount of workout or just because we were on some like outrageous 12-week challenge where we were like, we must stick to this because if the scales don't go down by the end of the week, we are failures. So this is the kind of mindset that we had around exercise. So as you can imagine, this didn't bring a lot of joy. No, (laughs) it brought none. It sucked all the joy. In fact, even when we would work out, which usually should be an experience where good feeling hormones are created like endorphins and serotonin and all this good stuff is made like even then it was like I felt a little bit of joy but like then it quickly disappeared because yeah. I was thinking about the next time I have to work out yeah and I mean this is just for us and I think for many people you know it, it'll last a certain amount of time and then it's just like enough is enough mm. and you'll either stop cold turkey mm. And Which we did. Yep. And we had like a year off exercise. There was also other reasons why we did slow mm. it down because of hormones mm. and things. Like we actually had to balance our hormones, but also it just happened to come at the same time as yeah. having a way too big obsession with the gym and was like, yeah. oh my God. I also, never we d- because we just quit our jobs, like yeah. we didn't have enough money for a gym membership. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was Canberra. <laughs> and like, you don't want to work out in the bloody minus five outside. Now I feel really like there's uh, like lots of online options. Like I feel like I back then. Yeah, there, like, was, there was none. none. Yeah. Like I would have like totally dug an online wow exercise thing been uh, perfect for us so funny that's actually <laughs> hilarious yeah we had so much space in that house yeah. too uh but, but yeah no i think it's such an amazing feeling when you choose to exercise because you want to exercise mm. because you actually enjoy the process from the start to the end yes. of the the actual feeling of exercising mm. and the the doing of that mm-hmm. it's not for the after effects it's not for the scales mm. it's not for your body per se like mm-hmm. it is but it's not it's like really it's just for how you're feeling you're tuning in mm. i'm doing this yoga i'm doing this pilates or whatever insert your favorite exercise because it makes me feel good yeah and because I, I like doing it yeah and i just want to touch on like yeah it's not when you said it's not for your body like but then you're like but it actually is like yeah of course like you're moving your body like of course it's for your yeah. body and when we mean body it's like overall everything about your body yeah. like insides the way that we function and all of that which i think is so important so yeah when we change our decision of like why we work out like that's the first step to creating that joyful sense when you are are exercising yeah. because if your choice is based on obligation there's no way it's going to feel joyful no like if you begin You'll that way resentment. like imagine if you be- begun that way that's not going to work you yeah. have to change the reason why you decide to work out and your reason has to be like as simple as ours is I want to feel good right now yeah and this is also why we do not market before and after photos because what does a before and after photo of someone else make you feel poo yeah usually you don't feel very well you feel kind of crap about yourself you feel oh look how amazing they look like now i look more like the before photo Mm -hmm. damn it i suck yeah and that's and this is like proven like they've done research on Mm -hmm. this how 
this is really quite damaging mm. for people's mental health. Mm-hmm. I mean, it causes eating disorder, it, bleh, disorders. It mm-hmm. causes depression. Mm-hmm. It leads to many issues. And we don't want to be part of that. Mm-mm. This is this is the thing. Like we are in an industry. The the fitness if pop us in that industry um, is known. Like their key marketing tactic is make the person feel too fat and not good enough, and make your product be the thing that fixes it. Yeah. So that is the the core thing that why you'll see before and after transformations yeah. used in all business and like in in the yeah. fitness world and there was a time there's been two times in marketing Marybody where i think we shared our personal mm-hmm. before and afters and it, we like it wasn't like a quick decision like we knew it was not mm. aligned with us yeah but we thought we had to because everyone else did it and because you know it's a sure thing we will we needed to grow our business so we could yeah like live and also because we believe so big in Marybody yeah and because we thought because everyone else is doing yeah. it we have to do it too. and then we also had this reasoning behind it we were like you know it's not exactly the way we don't like it but once people are in then they'll realize it's actually yeah. not about that so we kind of like like told ourselves we that we talked ourselves yeah into talked it. ourselves into it to make it feel okay mm. but then we had an email from one of our amazing Marybody members Jamie, Jamie. and we're so grateful for the email it was a very it was a hard email to read it was truth telling. Mm. It was like she called us out. Yeah, she did call us out, and it was the it was the truth, mm-hmm. and we knew it, and we got busted. And that was the, the so the the email was like, girls, this isn't you. Like you can do better. Um, I'm paraphrasing. It was long. Uh, you can do better. I know you can. I know what Mary Body is about. I know that it's about X Y Z. You can change. Uh, the way fitness is in the world. You can be the beginning of this. Yeah. Like, please be the beginning of this. She's and like, I thought I found you, but yeah, no. Yeah. You. And then we, I remember we sat on this email for a little while and we're like, oh, ouch. Like, that, like, and then, and I was like, man, that, that didn't feel right. Like, we knew it wasn't right. Yeah, we right. knew it wasn't we right. We knew it wasn't right. Our intuition was saying, no, don't do this. And then we, our heads talked ourselves into doing it. Because we were scared yes, of failing. In fear. We were scared that we had to do mm. this. We were scared that nobody would understand. I mean, you go to a business a marketing person and they tell you this. Yeah. They tell you, what, what are you doing? Here's what they tell you, guys. This is what they tell you. If you go to any like marketing business specialist, they will tell you, you need to get your person from A to B and in between A and B is your thing, your product, right? Like this is how they tell you how you yeah. need to sell. And so when you have a fitness program, like what's the most obvious thing? Yeah, and what's what it's like touching on the pain points. Yes. What is the pain point? And it's like, well, yeah, you want to lose weight. Yeah. And we yeah, we get it because we've been there. Like we understand yeah. this. So we didn't want to be part of that. We didn't want to be part of, you know, in that whole idea of like – encouraging people to believe that their before which is actually their now their present version of themselves Mm-mm. isn't good enough because when you uncover everything that like especially yoga but the way that we teach pilates and meditation is about it's about being feeling acceptance of yourself in this moment so before you even step on the mat before you even begin Ah, here I am. 
and I'm okay. Yes. Just as I am. Yeah. No changes required. I don't need to change my body. I don't need to get fitter. I don't even get more flexible. I don't need any of that. I'm okay right now. I'm, I'm good enough. I'm more than enough. And what the practice does is it actually just kind of in, increases that feeling. Mm-hmm. So like if you begin with that feeling, then you can move and you can feel gratitude for your body and you feel all these great things. And then by the end of it, you're just like floating on a cloud, right? Yes. And it, it's like we start that from the very beginning. Yeah. We don't feel acceptance once we reach that point no. of whatever it is your goal is. Because you never will. Yes. Because then you'll find another goal. So we practice acceptance now, whatever state we're in, mm-hmm. And then we step forward doing the things we love. Maybe we have goals, but Mm. we still accept ourselves. Mm. It's not... It's not only then I will mm. accept myself, it's now and then. Yeah, Be- because for example, like, and I think this is a common, like, kind of, I would say, like, yogi goal is, you know, being able to do the splits, Yeah, right? Like, this is something a lot of people want to be able to do. I want to increase my flexibility. I've said it before, like, oh, that looks like it would be fun. But just because I can't do the splits now, and I can't, like, I, I still can't. I cannot. Um, doesn't mean I'm not good enough. Like, yeah. I'm really good right now. Like, I yeah. feel good. And I don't need to be over there in order to be okay here. Because if I'm not okay here, I'm not going to be okay there. Exactly. Even if you change your body, yeah. change everything about you, you still are not going to be good enough. No. And I'll tell you what. Oh, my gosh. how, like... As Emmy said, she can look back on her life and think of like five to ten occasions where like she should have felt good enough because she did reach her goal. Same with me. I should have felt good enough. If that was my goal and I reached it, why didn't I feel good enough still? Yeah. Because I didn't accept myself. It's a broken – that's a broken <laughs> system right then and, and then there. I have to go buy the other diet. Yeah. <laughs> buy the next thing. Because then, <laughs> then the beauty trend changed. Oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, I thought I needed no butt. Now I need a big butt. Like all these things that are thrown at us. And I guess, yeah, it's up to us. Like how are we going to ex- – like how do we take all of those messages in? And can we question them? I think that is the thing. Like let's question them. And then can we connect to the truth inside us all? Mm. That, and the truth is? That externally, this is this is nothing. Mm. Your external self is nothing. Mm-hmm. It's all inside you, mm-hmm. all your magic, all your beauty, all your richness and depth. Mm. All, all that you bring to this planet, to this world, to the people around you is inside. Mm-hmm. And we can use acceptance as a, a, a thing, a way to nurture that, mm-hmm. to bring that to the surface. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's our goal, right? To bring our yes. inside to the external. It's not the facade. Yeah, so it's, not, it's not the look. Mm. It's it's the truth inside that we cover up with all the pain. Mm. We we hide under masks. We try and, and I don't know. We, we try and fit in like yeah. depending on, you know, looks and things yeah. that we have and stuff that we own and what street we live it's on. It's all external, things. yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, I just want to end on that because acceptance, wow. Like, you know, seriously, that – that practice is game changer, mm. life changing. And I recently listened to another podcast with Eckhart Tolle mm. and he is all about acceptance, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And he said 
more intelligent action comes from acceptance rather than rejection. And I think that this is a really important point to note because sometimes when we think of the word accept, we think, oh, I just won't change anything or I just will stay right here and do nothing and Mm -hmm. I'll just like be whatever. But that's not what acceptance is about. As Eckhart Tolle said, if we can accept our present moment right here and right now, then our next step will be a more intelligent step, a more uh, aligned step. So if we continue to practice acceptance, it's not that we will stay the same. It's not that we're complacent. It's not that we're lazy. We will actually probably be more productive and we will, like, of course, we will have way more joy levels and we will probably end up doing more with our lives that that means more to ourselves if we accept. Such a beautiful practice, such an important practice If you are on your journey of acceptance, share it with the people you care about. Share it with the people you love because, you know, it's it's something that's a big theme in both of our lives, but it wasn't once upon a time. Oh, my gosh. Like, I never even heard of this practice of acceptance. I didn't even understand it. No, and I still feel like, you know, there's so much more to understand and it's it's like everything in the society we live in is telling us not to accept Mm -hmm. ourselves. Every piece of marketing, you know, every the way we have grown up teaches us, no, you're not good enough, you need to be better. Mm -hmm. It teaches us to be on this forever self-improvement journey Mm -hmm. and not appreciating the now, only looking to the future. Mm -hmm. So it's a big job. The practice of acceptance is an unlearning and a relearning. It's a forever practice. Yeah. Like you don't just practice acceptance in one day and then not the next. Yeah. It's almost like like for us, it's one of our our life ethics, our life values. It is what we live by. And if you can have like a few of those things that you live by, mm. it really helps you navigate life because it helps you make decisions and it helps you check in because if you don't have those ethics and those kind of boundaries where you're like oh like am I overstepping here or am I like going too much that way then like you're not honoring like your truth and who you truly are you're not following your heart yeah and so I think like you know for us acceptance is probably at the top of the list like along with gratitude along with a few other things um that we'll talk about more obviously not today but if if acceptance sounds good to you like take it (laughs) have it yeah please please take it Mm. (laughs) and then I just want to end on um you know we've talked about what we're not we're not about before and after images but you know what we are about before and ah (laughs) I feel amazing and I think you know that again I smiled when I said that. Yeah. I felt joy when I said that. And that is what we truly are yeah. about. It's about feeling amazing with who we are in this moment. Mm, so good. And if you want more of this, come and join Marybody. Mm. We're starting exactly what our next challenge. And the challenge begins on Saturday the 20th of June. It's 20 days. It's called the Do It In 20 Challenge. (laughs) So this means that we have chosen an amazing selection of Pilates and yoga infusion classes that are around the 20-minute mark. So 20 minutes of class, Mm -hmm. Pilates or yoga or fusion Mm -hmm. a day plus a meditation Mm -hmm. a day. 
So that kind of makes it extra. But, you know, the 20 minute is the workout. It's the class. <laughs> you know, the meditations are optional. The meditations are there because the members wanted them, right? And also their magic. Oh, yeah. my. I feel like the best way that I w- will be doing this challenge is, you know, I'll do my class in the morning and then I'll do my meditation like just yeah. before bed because yeah, I, I feel that. like I really love meditating in the evening and I think that that would be mm, great. So but nice. you can do it, you know, any which way you want. So it's 20 days, 20 classes, 20 meditations and you'll do it in around 20 minutes a day. And it really does prove that you don't need a lot of time to bring a way of moving into your life. Because once again, we can get this idea that it needs to look a certain way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we think, I've got to do two hours of this and an hour of that and blah, 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 blah. And then you're like, I don't have time. I just won't do it. (laughs) And I'm actually going to say, like, I used to think that. Yeah, same. Not just just, like a long time ago, but recently. And COVID actually showed me that (laughs) I don't need that much time. In fact, I can do a 20-minute workout and that is more than enough. And I can just make sure I focus on my technique, which is such a big thing in yeah. everybody, like making sure you oh, do yeah. it right. And also what I love about this COVID experience <laughs> is that, you know, you find the pockets in your days. Mm. I think, you know, when I was dedicated to that one hour slash two hours, mm. sometimes a day of practice and, you know, as well using a studio because, you know, we learn from other people. Obviously, we need to learn from other teachers to bring that to everybody. It really kind of like creates sometimes this structure in your life that you don't necessarily want or need. Once again, we come <laughs> back to that making that choice yeah. by obligation, feeling I felt I felt like I had to do it like that. But now it's like, oh, my gosh, I have a spare 20 minutes mm-hmm. right here, right now in my lounge room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to do Mary Body. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to have some fun and make up some new Pilates yeah. sequences to bring to Mary Body. And, I mean, wow, like it's so much more creative, flexible and doable, I think. Yeah, I feel like that. I have had that same experience, especially like before work. Like I'll, yeah. I'll be almost like thinking, oh, I don't have time. Yeah. And then I'll look at the time and I'll be like, oh, my God, I have I have 20 minutes. Yeah. Like I can do this right now. And instantly within two minutes, I feel so good. I know. Yeah. It's really funny. Yeah, you just like pop music on. Mm. And like for us, I mean, like because we do a lot of self-practice, mm. obviously, as teachers. And it's just been such an experience and also like a real creative one, I think. I mean, how many different sequences have we come up with just mucking so around? So many. I mean, I came up with the best yoga ooh. sequence this morning. I'm so excited Oh, about my it. God. Are you doing it yeah. this week? Are you yeah. filming it this week? Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm excited. We're filming on, uh, on Saturday. Saturday. Bring it. Oh. So, yeah, if you do want to join us inside Mary Body, now is a really great time because we are starting a challenge. I feel like these challenges are the ultimate time to begin. If you are a new member or if you're an old member and you want to come back, like, of course, you're always welcome back. Everyone's welcome. Uh, it's the perfect time. The 20th of June, we're going to start this challenge. It adds that extra level of accountability and also motivation because everyone's doing it at the same time, the same classes, the same meditations. We all get in on there and we talk about it we laugh about it and we feel the same booty burn and it's going to be a heap of fun so come and join us learn more over at the merrymakersisters.com forward slash merry dash body all the info is there otherwise we'll see you on the mat and we'll be in your ears next week as well if you've got a request yeah did we miss a request i feel like we miss requests often so if you have written a request can you write it again oh 
I this is actually, you know what, this podcast kind of covered the whole denying yourself of joy. But we also touched on it last week yeah. as well, two weeks ago. And it was funny because we A mentioned theme. we mentioned that before she reached out. Yeah. Like we recorded it before she messaged yeah. us, which was just weird. Yeah, so funny. But, yeah, denying joy, let's not deny joy. Yeah, <laughs> I think we can do a whole episode on that. Like just questioning it. Yeah. Why do we deny joy? And where am I denying joy? Mm. And where am I creating? Don't leave it. <laughs> enough, enough, Not enough. all the good stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Well. But, it, it, but it might not come back. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll see you guys super soon. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. Bye. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.